Good evening, good evening, good evening. Uh, it's uh, New Year's Eve Eve, right? Seems as I'm going with tradition and calling these festivities by their incorrect names. Anyway, welcome to Two Minute Warnings. This is the High Taste American Football Podcast, which the time is in short supply, but in the opinions of myself, I'm certainly I'm not. Uh, yeah, we're on to um, December 30th, episode 69. And it is not that that means 17. anything. No, not once. No, no. whatsoever. No, because we've no. both missed shows, so there's no anniversary to be had. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's not our 69th together, which may have a have a different meaning. But uh, absolutely, yeah. Yes, Rob yeah. Gronkowski better be watching because he loves the 69. And that's enough of of that for one day. That's twice. You've gone off script already, you know, like absolutely New Year's Eve Eve nonsense, first of all, and then yep. going a bit nuts about the number 69. So, you know, yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that's quite enough off script business from you, Mr. Yeah, Matthew. Slap on the wrist. <laughs> uh, How are you that... doing anyway? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I've been asked the question is that a new hat, Jez? Yes, it is. It is uh, my new mm-hmm. Chicago Bulls hat. So now I, I do have the trifecta. I've got all three major sports in the US, the Chicago teams four, um, including two baseball teams. Uh, and it's also a new, a new t-shirt as well. Yeah, Chicago's yeah. favourite son. Yeah, I'm going full Chicago, you know. It has to be done. Absolutely. And uh, is that a new a new shirt for you as well, Matthew? It, it is, it is. It's a, it's a New England Patriots shirt they're gratefully received from my dear wife at the Christmas. So yeah, I'm I'm sporting the the red of New England Patriots. A bit of a throwback color, isn't it, with the Pats? So uh, yep. yeah, yeah, it comes out every now and again. Well, I'm very sorry that your wife couldn't buy you the T-shirt of a decent <laughs> NFL team, but I suppose you you did it to yourself. You can only really blame yourself for that. Ah, uh, yeah, so isn't it? <laughs> so uh, you're right. This is our last show of 2021. The next time that we are here will be a, a whole new year. Not that it will have changed very much for us because it will still be the 2021 NFL season uh, leading through to the Super Bowl. But uh, we are coming very close to the end uh, of the season. Week mm-hmm. 17. In previous years, this would have been the last regular season week that we'd be discussing, but not this year. It We've would. got week 18 to come next week which is very exciting. I don't know how much will be decided in in week 17, uh, week 18 rather. I think uh, a lot of that might be decided this week anyway, but we'll yeah. we'll get to that as we as we roll through. Um but we're going to kick off today uh with a bit of uh sad solemn conversation. Uh it was news that broke uh during the week that we lost one of the greats of uh, football on Tuesday. Hall of Fame coach and broadcaster John Madden passed away at the age of 85. Uh, So we're going to spend our first two minutes having a little chat about the man himself. What are your memories of of John Madden, Matt, and the legacy that he leaves behind? Two minutes. So John Madden was was the guy with the the great commentary, with with the Hall of Fame... Uh, coaching career in, in Oakland, what is now the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I think he leaves behind a legacy of of just his 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 quick wit, his his 
fantastic commentary. I mean, I remember my my first memory of him is is the New England versus St. Louis Rams Super Bowl where he called that game. Uh and obviously his his voice his voiceover on on the early Madden games uh, where it'd be uh EA, EA Sports, it's in the game, but it was in, in Madden's voice itself. So, uh, yeah, my memories, fond memories of a, a legend, as, as we said, and sadly lost. Yeah, I think a, a lot of people's kind of main memory of, of John Madden will be from the video game. But uh, for me, it was that uh, that latter end of his broadcasting career on, uh, on Sunday Night Football, uh, for me, uh, when I first got into this sport, it was really like John Madden, who I enjoyed listening to the most. I was so disappointed when he decided to retire from the commentary booth. Uh, and that's not, not even to say that, that I don't enjoy Chris Collinsworth, but I felt like Madden gave people a real insight, a real kind of layman's insight into the game. And when you were new to the sport, I feel like John Madden really made it accessible he didn't try and fill his commentary with jargon and and useless information it was straight to the point straight to the point Mm -hmm. to the fact that he he wouldn't even call things a tackle most of the time he would he'd just say and and there's the boom he's boomed him like keep it Mm -hmm. simple keep it enjoyable keep it accessible and i think that's the the thing that we missed from john madden when he retired so uh he definitely will be missed he leaves a legacy yeah and uh, wish him the very best wherever he may be now. Thank you, John. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you, John, for your, like you said, bringing it down to layman's terms of uh, a football enjoyable for all. Mm. Yes, indeed. Hello, Eric. Good evening. How are you doing? Uh, hello, anybody that is uh, out there lurking, listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, share your memories of uh, of John Madden wherever you are listening. Leave us a comment. Uh, we may come back and, and read them out in, in future weeks, such as the legacy of, of John Madden. Yes, we do move absolutely. on. Uh, we do. We and move we, on to the present. <laughs> absolutely, and it's 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 moving forward with our prediction competition with your uh, your shiny uh, mini Lombardi. Um, I'm going to see how we got on in week 16 in the NFL and in an untimed down Jeremy, so it's your turn to take it away. Yes, indeed. I think it was my turn last week as well. It just so <laughs> happens that it, it falls that way. But it's fine. Uh, it gives me the opportunity to gloat because, once again, uh, I am victorious in this week. In regular competition, I correctly predicted 10. You correctly predicted 8. Uh, and it was, as is often the case, it was the Patriots that let you down. Uh <laughs> And another team, but who cares about that? It's the Patriots that let you down. Uh, and then we add in you bet. Uh, we had two, as always. The first was from the Christmas Day slate of games. The question was, will each team playing, the Packers, the Browns, the Cardinals and the Colts, score 25 points or more in their games? I said, yes, they would. You said, no, they wouldn't. Uh, it's a point for you. Well done. Uh yeah. I'm not sure that any team scored over 25. Uh, now I think about it, maybe the Colts did. I can't can't remember yeah. now, but certainly not in the uh, the Green Bay and uh, and Cleveland game. So that's a point for you there. Then on to your you bet, which was from the Bills Patriots rematch game. 
The question there was, would Mac Jones and Josh Allen both throw for over 200 yards uh, and score three or more touchdowns in the game? We both said no, and it's a good job, really. I didn't bother checking Josh Allen's stats because uh, (laughs) Mac Jones ruined it all by himself. 145 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions for Big Mac. So we were both right with no. Uh, Have no faith in in Mac Jones, obviously, between us. Uh, And... (laughs) And so that's uh, where the points were distributed. Week 16's total then uh, puts me on 11 and you on 10. So I win the week by one still. Seems to be seems to be fairly uh, elementary at this stage. Our 2021 total. Jez 152. Matt 144. So you've got two weeks to, yeah. to get eight correct more than me how do you feel about it um i'm 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 not ready to uh concede yeah but yeah i think it's um uh, i do think in in your case jez it is uh home and host isn't it with um you being uh what are we now eight ahead i it's the it's the first time in five shows that i've uh lost to you though so i did have a five five week well five show because it wasn't five weeks because we had the thanksgiving special but a five show uh winning streak which was my longest all year so i'm proud yeah. of that yeah and i don't think you'd won one since like week one before that so no it's no. not it's not the longest streak of the show but no con- no congratulations on on that streak uh, it had to happen some stage and i've got yeah. good news for you in you know in two weeks' time, it'll be over. I can stop lording it over you. We'll do a little special <laughs> uh, playoff prediction game for for something. Uh, I don't know, a sub or yeah, rum or something. Good. And uh, and then a whole new prediction competition will open for a combination of the indoor football league and the USFL. We'll roll those in together, run that through the uh, the off season or the the spring. Yes, yeah. See how we yeah. get on there. That won't be for the Lombardi. We'll have to think of an- another yeah. another prize, another trophy for the spring leagues. Maybe like a daffodil I'll, or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask my mates in the Massachusetts Pirates. You know, can I have a copy of? Can I have a replica of their um, trophy that they won back in the summer or something? You know, I'll just drop them a DM. Mm, so you yeah, know, send yeah. it over. <laughs> I am uh, I am quite excited for for the indoor football league. It'll be yeah be my first full season watching the indoor football league uh, haven't really yeah. watched indoor football since the arena football league was was big uh so it will be fun to see you you can yes. all join in as well with us it's uh pretty much free free all over on youtube so yes it is yeah yeah so that'll that'll be a lot of fun but uh we're not there yet so we'll crack nope, in not quite uh to week 17 in the nfl uh and just in time for us to start this show on Thursdays, and it's a Thursday show now. Um, there are there are no Thursday games for the rest of the season. We've 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 planned this so well, <laughs> as <done>. always. <laughs> Just as we could have picked up the last couple of Thursday games and, and predicted those yeah. as well. Um, nope, nope, we failed miserably. So our first game comes uh, Sunday at six pm, and we're we're getting the uh, the heartache out of the way early. Uh, for the both of us, actually. The first game is the New York Giants at the Chicago Bears. You can kick us off, Matt. Two minutes. 
Yeah, so you you got your um, Christmas win because I did say I I'd, I'd love the Bears to win at Christmas just for you, and they went and did so. I actually watched most of that game where they they won twenty five twenty four against Seattle. Uh, so yeah, some season of joy and goodwill to all men, etc. Uh, and yeah, let's give a little cheer for the Bears. Um, Giants got a beating against the Philadelphia Eagles, thirty four ten. Which was probably about right. A comp um, a combination of Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm put up a total of 118 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions between the pair of them. So great stats. Um, Bears will probably have too much for the Giants, depending on who starts the quarterback. If it's Nick Foles, then Bears win completely. But for me, it means Bears, Bears win. Yeah, I'm I'm quite keen to finally talk about a game where I'm confident that the Bears can actually win it. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say that the Bears are not the worst team coming into this game. And although both teams are eliminated from playoff contention, there is actually something to play for. The Giants will desperately want to win the game because the worst Chicago do for the rest of this year, the better the first round pick that they got uh, as a result of the the Justin Fields trading of picks thing, uh, then they'll they'll move up the rankings. I think it's pick six at the moment uh, that they get from Chicago. But if they beat us, we, that could push us up to five or four. Yeah, and they could end up with two uh, picks in the in the first five picks, which would be insanely good news for them. Mm. Um, Nick Foles played well last week, which. For me, just validates what I said at the beginning of the year. Signing Andy Dalton was pointless. It wasn't an upgrade over Falls. Falls should have just been the backup. Um, yeah, Bears win. And I don't see it being difficult, finally. Watch them beat us now. It's the first time you've said all season Bears win. No, yeah, there was another fight. one. <laughs> I did think, who did I think we were going to beat? The Lions, maybe? No, I don't oh, think yeah, it, that no, it wasn't them. No. There was definitely a team that I thought we could beat. Mm. Jaguars, Jets, have we played any of those? Houston? I don't know. I don't know. It's been such a a long and busy season that I've forgotten now. It has. Yeah. It I, has. I don't think I predicted the four or five now wins correctly for the Bears. It's been a yeah. loss every week. But but uh, from my uh, tumultuous team to your yes. tumultuous team, yeah, and like you said, getting the heartache out of the way early on, on Sunday. And it's um, Jacksonville Jaguars travelling all the way to um, a very cold New England to play my beloved New England Patriots. Let's put two minutes up. Now, it brings me great delight to say that I was right uh, once again. <laughs> uh, Big Mac was exposed, as I predicted last week against the Bills. And he was actually outplayed by Trevor Lawrence when you when you look at the stats side by side. Only 145 yards and two interceptions for Mac, as we said earlier. But 280 yards for Trevor Lawrence. He didn't score a touchdown, but he didn't throw an interception either. There is some parallel universe somewhere where the Patriots traded up to number one to, to get Trevor Lawrence, and he's playing very well for New England in that parallel universe. But thankfully, we don't live there. Um, but unfortunately for the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they still the Jacksonville Jaguars of this universe it's going to be an easy game of the Pats maybe a little warning for crazy any given Sunday shenanigans maybe Pats win 
Yeah, and for for me, it's a case of a struggling offense and defense for the past two weeks in New England. Uh, really, nowhere, no idea where it's all gone. Slightly pear shape. Uh, too much reliance on rookie quarterback in in uh, tre- uh, not in Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. That's you wish. The one. <laughs> you wish in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Apache uh, running back core um, because of injury and COVID. However, um, Stevenson is back this week, which is good news. Jags lost 26-21 against the Jets, so probably the right score considering how um, bad both teams have been this year. Patriots do need to start their engines up if they want to secure the postseason, as it is really, really tight, as we'll find out going through the show in in the AFC playoff picture. Right now with the Dolphins back in the mix as well. The Steelers are still there, so a big win is needed. Uh, yeah, for me, it's it's a Patriots win this week. If you do lose to the Jaguars, I think you should just forfeit your playoff place, to be honest, and just give it to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. I'd give it, I'd give it to Chicago if they were in the AFC. I'd give it to Chicago anyway, if, if we can't Why beat not? Jacksonville. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you heard it here yeah. first. I'm sure Bill Belichick will, uh, will keep Bat your keep your word back to you. Yeah, that's more likely, isn't it? <laughs> that is more likely. Yes. Uh, moving on then. Uh, so from these two slightly inevitable games, we start to move into the real competition, uh, and there's some breaking news to discuss in this one. Actually, the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, travel to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Two minutes. Yeah, so the Ravens had a massive loss uh, last week. Whether it's down to uh, Lamar Jackson not being there, who knows? 41-21 against Cincinnati. Uh, Rams won 30-23 against Minnesota. This is a great game, uh, and it has to be a fantastic game because it's this close to the end of the season. Um, It will depend on how Lamar Jackson plays, or even if he plays. Uh, one. Uh, this is one both teams have to um, win if they want to keep up their playoff hopes. Uh, if the Rams have dreams of winning it all, like we said before, they're in that mix of of the stellar teams um, that are, should be in that mix to go to the Super Bowl. Then they have to win here. For me, Rams win. Yeah, this is the a big oof game of the week for me. It should be a good one. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been back on the practice field. Uh, he is expected to start, but yesterday he was limping around a little bit. And uh, just come from Twitter before we went live, and he has not gone out to practice today. So I don't know if that's a precaution, maybe to give him a little bit more rest, or has he re-aggravated the injury and now he loses that prospect of starting? Don't know, need to watch it. I'm going to work under the assumption that Jackson does play, and if that's the case, I can see this being uh, a fun little shootout, really. Uh, the Rams will certainly have a lot of fun with the Ravens' passing defense. Uh, they allowed 101 QB rating and 8.2 yards per attempt uh, over the course of the season so far. And that's tied for 31st in yards per attempt. And I think the key thing here is they allowed 525 yards from Joe Burrow last week. Um if Jackson's not back, the Ravens are in trouble. But I think they win. I'm going Ravens. Don't make the playoffs yeah. without him, I don't think. So 
No, no. It really no. depends on whether he plays this week or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's let's hope for a speedy recovery. If you're a, a Ravens fan or indeed uh, wanting to go to the playoffs, um, however, we do move on to a playoff assured team against a, a one that's not going anywhere, been eliminated. Playoff uh, with... unassured. Unassured, if absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure it is somewhere. Uh, let's look it up in the dictionary one day. Uh, Anyway, we move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they travel to uh, East Rutherford to play the Jets. Let's put two minutes up. See, I was led to believe that bye weeks were done. So why is it that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have got a bye week here in week 17? I don't I don't think that's fair, really. Um, okay, they are playing the Jets. The Jets picked up another win last week, but let's not get too excited about that. Um Let's look at what the Bucks did last week, and that was sack Carolina quarterbacks seven times. Seven! Seven sacks, that's insane. Um, the, the Jets are tied for 26th in the league for sacks allowed with 43. So I think that, put that all together, it equates Zach Wilson spending a good chunk of time this week on his ass. Not going to see very much of him uh, surviving in the pocket, I don't think. Uh, so... Bradley, Bradley, Brady now settling into life without Chris Godwin and, and Leonard Fournette. He's just going to get some practice reps with Antonio Brown and carry on working with the usual Mike Evans, Gronk kind of duo. So I'm going Bucks win in their special practice game. Yeah, so yeah, it's a little bit unfair, isn't it? You know, Bucks getting this right in week 17. Uh, yeah, but it's a Bucks win for me. Uh, they are fresh off a 32-6 to win against Carolina, so nothing out of the ordinary there. Tom Brady is still the passing leader going into this week, so will he be caught? Uh, Buccaneers have won the NFC South for the first time since 1922. Something like that. But I think it was more like 2009 um, when they won it. Uh, but yeah, that happened. So good on them. Tom Brady gets a red T-shirt like this that says Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the NFC South champions. Uh, Jets do still suck, and Wilson made the play of the week last week. But as you said, the Bucks D will stop that this week. Like I said, Bucks win. I think I remember the last time that the uh, the Bucks won the NFC South. I think it was the. The first year that Raheem Morris was their head coach. And then yeah. so they they did really well that season, went to the playoffs. The next season was awful, and they fired Raheem Morris after after two years of, of one good season and then one not very good season. It all seemed a bit unfair yeah. at the time, but it could be misremembering as well. Yeah. I don't think the Bucks were around in nineteen twenty two anyway. So you know, no, just a no. Bit of a... pretty sure they're a... <laughs> 60s or 70s team the Bucks. they are yeah. yeah 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 back when they wore orange and it looked absolutely ghastly and they had that cavalier as a buccaneer mm, yeah yeah i yeah. think they want to forget that so we'll we'll, we'll keep <laughs> we'll keep pointing out that their uniform was awful um yes. speaking of things that uh are forgettable or perhaps you want to forget the atlanta falcons will now uh travel to buffalo new york this week to face the bills is this inevitable? Two minutes. Well, 
you look at it, this, the Falcons did win last week. All right, it was against the Lions, 20 to 16. Uh, and may that winning streak continue because nobody, and I mean nobody wants to see the Bills win the AFC East two I years do. running. I do. No, 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 no. No need for the same I, team to I win do, it though. year after year. I mean, the last time we had was like 11 straight. Yeah, Patriots. No one wants yeah, that. There we are. <laughs> uh, Buffalo Bills did get their business done in New England, and that was a win that they had to uh, get this year, right? I mean, yeah, we'll give them one this year. It won't happen again. Um, but yes, I even I will admit it was impressive to see them uh, kind of handing it out. Boss you, I think, style. is the term you're looking uh, yeah. for. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a Bills win, but fingers crossed for the Falcons. But I'm going to go Bills win. I think they're going to have a difficult task considering they really, really struggled to beat the Detroit Lions, who were led by Tim Boyle. It wasn't even Jared Goff out there throwing interceptions. So um, I don't see it. Josh Allen may have had a few bad weeks this season, but against one of the best pass defences in the league last week, he put up 314 yards and three touchdowns. He also found himself a shiny new target in Isaiah McKenzie. Got uh, a near-perfect record to him, 11 of 12 Mm. for 125 yards and a touchdown. So as long as he continues that, Josh Allen doesn't forget how to QB again like he has done a, a few points this season, it should be an easy walk for the leaders of the AFC East. I'm going Bills win. I want to see them win the AFC East. As do the millions and millions of not Patriots fans out there. Bills win. <laughs> yeah, I think they they've got all the tiebreakers as well, which uh, which does mean a lot. So, uh, yeah. And and do you know why else it's worth worth the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East? Why? We've seen what their fans do when they win a game. Can you imagine what they're gonna do when? they win the AFC East. There'll probably be like stacks of tables that they throw themselves through. <laughs> Set them on fire. Maybe like Jeff Hardy style leap off something high off a ladder through a table. It's going to be amazing. And I'm there for the uh, the YouTube videos slash TikTok slash whatever the kids do these days. Yeah, all that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep keeping up with the kids and keeping up with the Bills and their crazy ass fans. So there you go. You agree with me. I'm glad to hear it. Moving on to the yeah. next game, <laughs> and this this next one is is a, another good good game on on the six pm slate, and uh, it's Kansas City, and they travel to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Let's put two minutes up. Yeah, this is another oof game for me. It's going to be a good one. Two great QBs on two good teams. Uh, with eyes firmly set on that AFC Championship game. Uh, This could be a preview, uh, perhaps, of the AFC Championship. Uh, Mahomes was Mahomes last week, 258 yards and three touchdowns against uh, Pittsburgh, who uh, Chiefs didn't have Kelsey either, so that makes it even more impressive for me. Uh, Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow, plus a little bit of Mahomes last week, I would suggest, with his... 525 yards, four touchdowns, 143.2 QB rating. I don't think I've seen one that high in a very long time. Not since no. your guy, Matt Castle, fluked that 150-something uh, one week. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Both of the pass defences on these teams are distinctly average. I'm hoping for a shootout. I think the Chiefs might have a little bit more than the Bengals, but a win from Cincy would be a massive statement going into the playoffs. But I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, well, this is what it is. It's a big game and very fitting for this week. Um, I don't think it knocks the Chiefs off the AFC um, number one seed if they do lose, Um, but it'll be a game, all right. Um, I do want to see Joe Burrow light it up again. Uh, Both teams are pretty certain of making the postseason anyway. Um, will will Burrow put up the yardage? Not sure. Will he ever put up a QB rating like that again? Maybe, maybe. I don't think he does it this week. Um, see what Mahomes does. See what Burrow does. Great game, but this is the big statement incoming. I'm going against you. I'm going to say Bengals win. Oof! Well, you've got to get those differences somehow. Got to, yes. You've got to make up that eight. So I, I assume you've got at least four differing opinions to me in, in this in the course of this show. Wow. Yeah. So that you yeah. can do it. It's round about. I think I've got two already. Mm. Which yeah. is good. It's early for me to put two in. It is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it could be a difference in the uh, in the next game as well. I don't know if you've looked through the notes, but uh, I've got mm. a little special surprise in the next game, uh, which is. Uh, it's the, the Ryan Tannehill Bowl. Ryan Tannehill's former team, the Miami Dolphins, yeah. travel to his current team, the Tennessee Titans. Two minutes on the clock. Yeah, so I I put this down as a snore game, but then I remembered what Miami did to make NFL history last week. So they went from 0-7 at the start of the season to winning seven straight and going to 7-7 seven and seven now. So apparently that's made history somehow, starting at 0-7 and, and bringing it back up to a 500 season with two games left. Um, and that means that the Miami Dolphins are in the AFC wildcard slots at like number seven. So it's, it's crazy. Um, where they've come from, who knows? Um, Miami will have too much, I think, this week for... Tennessee, I think Tua will prove his worth. We'll see. Um, but um, I'm going to let you make the decision on who wins, and then I'm going to go the opposite. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I've decided to toss a coin because it's uh, it's too close to call uh, for me. Like we, we have learned a lot about these teams in the last couple of weeks. It does appear that the Titans do actually still mean business. They've returned to that uh, early season form a little bit and i i kind of called it i said what they needed to do was find their receivers again and they did in a returning aj brown uh he carried ryan Tannehill to a good game half of Tannehill's yards 145 yards and a touchdown for aj 209 yards and a touchdown for Tannehill. so the bulk of the offense was aj brown that fit finn's defense really playing well they exploited a mm. uh a COVID-ridden, beat-up Saints team last week. Eight sacks. I was impressed by the Bucks. Seven, eight is even more impressive. Several interceptions. Both defensive playing well. It's too close to call for me. Very tight. So I'm going to toss a coin. Okay. Uh, we'll have uh, 
heads Miami Dolphins, tails for Tennessee Titans. Okay, just move away yeah. from my mic a touch. Boop. And then I'll throw it on the floor. I'm so good at tossing coins. Try again. <laughs> it is tails for Titans. I'm going Titans, oh, which wow. means that you are going Dolphins. I'm going Miami. Absolutely, yeah. Well, you wouldn't have done that otherwise, would you? Because uh, you hate them, so good job I tossed a coin. <laughs> it's a very good job I tossed there a coin. Are. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's that's. I think that's the first time we've ever done that between the pair of us. Yeah, I mean, I've tossed a coin before, but you've had yes, a, you have, you've yeah. had your own idea in mind. Yes, yeah. I thought you know, mix it up, seeing as you know we're rolling into a new year. But I, I certainly won't be touching that game uh, with the barge pole where it no. comes to to betting on on Sunday. No, no, not at all. Too close to call. Yes. And we do we move on from that one interesting game, interesting matchup that you know you're not going to bet on to one that you know the team that are in this come from the betting capital of the world. You've got the Las Vegas Raiders and they travel to uh, to the Colts. Let's put two minutes up. That was a great segue. That's why why you earn the big bucks here. Um, yeah. Now. Big news as well for this week is that the Colts are unlikely to have Carson Wentz for this game. He tested positive for COVID on Tuesday and, like the massive Burke that he is, he's unvaccinated so he's probably not going to make it back for the game. Um, Luckily for the Colts though they could put you at QB Matt and uh, they'd still have a chance of winning because their game runs through Jonathan Taylor uh, who... I'm going to say it again. He should be the league MVP for this season for what he's done. 1,626 yards and 17 touchdowns on the season so far. They're both first in the league currently. Um, Now, Vegas aren't bad against the run necessarily, but they're not great either. They allow 4.2 yards a carry, which is tied for ninth in the league. But a guy like Jonathan Taylor can feast on that all day. There's a possibility the Raiders play harder to win before John Madden, but I don't, I don't see them pulling it off. I'm going Colts. Yeah, well, the Colts, interestingly enough, have come up in these power ranking thingies that just pop up all over social media every week, without fail. Uh, it's usually about this time of the week they pop up, um, and yes, they bounced up into the top ten now, and deservedly so. Um, are they on the road to the big one? Maybe not this year. Um, Raiders, however, become so odd with their gameplay, but won a 17-13 victory against the Broncos last week. And interestingly enough, they're still in that AFC mix, which is, as we said earlier, really, really tight. I think the Colts have too much for them this week, and I'm going to agree, Colts win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have been talking that Carson Wentz being missing might derail the Colts' season, but nah. Give Erlinger a go. They're a little rookie from Texas. I'm sure he'll be fine. They they rely, like I said, they're relying on on Taylor a lot anyway, so he's got got all the tools to, you know, get the the victory out of nowhere in most games anyway, so yeah, Yeah. Colts. Let's be honest, 
Carson Wentz can sometimes be more of a detriment than a help for uh, well for any team, yeah. the Eagles and now the Colts. So yeah. do it without him. Show show the yeah. world you can. Just do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, from that potential embarrassment in Carson Wentz being unvaccinated to a team that was thoroughly embarrassed last weekend on the football field, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles will travel to the the battered, bruised, and tail between their legs, Washington football team. Two minutes on the clock. So if Washington changed their name, does this wreck, that awful loss, go... We'll see. Um, however, <clears throat> playoffs for Philadelphia, maybe it's that time again. Um, I, my recent history remembers or tries to not remember what they did last time they went all the way through the playoffs and won it. Um, however, Jalen Hurts can certainly get them in there and hold on to uh, maybe even surprise some teams. Uh, as you said, the Washington football team, 56-14 to 14 loss versus Dallas. Uh, the Eagles uh, did win their game, as we said earlier. Um, this is probably easier to call than I'm making out, and I'm going to go Eagles. Yeah, I think it is a fairly easy call. Uh, I'm going e Eagles as well. Washington and our team embarrassed uh, after suffering their worst loss since 2007 uh, against a division rival in in prime time last mm. week. And and Philly are just having a great run of luck. They're six and two in the last eight games. Uh, I think. There's a competition between them and Miami for like comeback team of the year. They're both doing really well to come back from rough starts to the season. They're holding on with all of their fingers to that seven seed in the NFC playoffs. Um, in, in it's a different city, but in the words of Eminem, uh, winning is their only mother effing option. Failure's not. Billy won the last one. They've got precedent yeah. this year. Hertz had nearly 300 yards in that one. The running game has only gotten better since then, although the the running back core in, in Philadelphia is a little battered and bruised. But they can put next guy up, sign someone off the street, and they'll pick up some yards. So yeah, uh, Eagles win, as I said. Yes. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's getting too cut and dry, but as we've seen, just too many any given Sunday moments still this year. But yeah, I think it's... Uh, Home and host for the Eagles, and like you said, they I think they're gonna get that number seven seed in the NFC, and mm. possibly surprise some teams. And that was the last of our six PM games, though. It was yes. Uh, well, before you drop your uh, your iconic line, uh, can absolutely. I just ask you: Is your mobile phone anywhere near your microphone at the moment? Uh, is it? Yes. Yeah. Can, there, you, can you yeet it across or, the room? It's, Thanks. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Perfect. Can get all the feedback. <laughs> now you can. Now you can get your line in for the week. Absolutely, and it's my favourite time of the week. It's the nine pm ish games, and the first one on our slate is the Denver Broncos, and they travel to the Chargers. Interesting matchup, right? Let's put two minutes up. I think this might have been more interesting if it were the teams of a few weeks ago meeting, um, but. The Broncos are battered, bruised, and without their starting quarterback. And the Chargers have the distinction 
uh, of having been beaten by the lowly Houston Texans. Uh, they need a win here uh, if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive. That AFC is far too competitive to, to pick up another loss here. Uh, they're currently out of the, the playoffs. They hold the eight seed. So work to be done. The Broncos can still make the playoffs mathematically, uh, but they're sitting down in 13th. They will need some help in addition to winning out. Um, who knows whether they will or not. Uh, I think bad Justin wasn't completely in the house against Houston last week, but he certainly stuck his nose in. The two interceptions that were thrown, I think, were the main difference in the game. Um, the Chargers don't win games where Justin Herbert throws two or more interceptions. Without Bridgewater, I don't think Drew Locke has enough. I'm going Chargers. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Chargers as well here. But if the Chargers don't make the playoff, then who's to blame? Is it an inconsistency in in Justin Herbert himself or do you blame others where do you where do you start to look I mean they 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 were they were there or thereabouts in in some of the higher seedings only a couple of weeks ago uh Broncos can pretty much rule out uh the playoffs if another loss is chalked up here as you said they got to win out um and it'll be probably it's going to it's going to probably happen anyway which is a shame. Which is a shame, seeing as they started to roll a little bit, but not quite enough. I guess after losing your QB one, that doesn't help. But as I said, Chargers win for me. Yeah, yeah. I think the Broncos were filled with promise at one point, but uh, mm. yeah. it, it when, rapidly when evaporated when Teddy went. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that team that. Handed the embarrassing loss to the Chargers last week. We'll try to do the same this week when they travel uh, to the San Francisco Bay Area. It's Houston Texans at San Francisco 49ers. Two minutes. Yeah, as you said, uh, Texans are fresh off a 41 to 29 win versus the aforementioned Chargers. Uh, 49ers fresh off a 20. 20 points, 17 loss versus Tennessee. Uh, so a shootout here, right? Let's see. Uh, surely this has to be um, the ultimate opportunity for San Francisco to secure their place in the playoffs. But as we said earlier, earlier any given Sunday rules still exist and who knows what will happen in this crazy sport that we all love. Uh, <clears throat> can we do a toss of a coin again or should yeah. I just choose uh, I'm just going to choose uh, we'll go 49ers okay fair enough um, yeah I think the 49ers have been given the gift here uh, the gift mm. of an easy quotes win in week 17 they're fighting for that 6 or 7 seed in the NFC it's it's really for them and the Eagles to lose uh, yeah. I, would, I would say um, but I think Winning in is the scenario here for San Francisco. Not that the Texans are going to roll over on them, as we saw last week. Um, they're going to put up as, as good a fight as they can, and they can put points up, we learned last week. Mm. Scoring 41, was it, last week? It was a, yeah. a good good score for Houston. Whereas Jimmy G could have had a better week against Tennessee, let's be honest. He only had an 88 uh, QB rating. He threw two interceptions, 
And there's question of whether we will see Garoppolo at all. He injured his hand. We could see Trey Lance instead, who Kyle Shanahan said had the, quote, best week of practice yet, which <laughs> sounded like a Matt Nagy quote to me. He says that all the time. We, we don't play the games in practice, Kyle. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go 49ers. That's where the smart money is. But as you say, yeah. any given Sunday yeah. could come into yeah. effect. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's let's see. They, there's been a few a few upsets this season. Quite a few upsets, shall we say? However, we move on uh, from from upsets to a team that has been upset and the team that has been upsetting others. And it's the Detroit Lions, and they travel to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Let's put two minutes up. So, both teams are out of playoff contention. This game doesn't really matter so much but i think this continues to be an opportunity for both teams to pad their resumes for 2022 the lions have an opportunity here to show that they can win a game against a a, a good team or a, a team who were good should we say have a good name for themselves and uh, russell wilson can show that he can still succeed despite being behind uh, an offensive line that seems to be made of wet newspaper um it's too close for me. I, w- I would have. If the Seahawks had beaten the Bears, I think it would have been simple. But last week's performance by the Seahawks really leaves me with pause. So I think I'm going to toss a coin again. Ooh. We'll go uh, heads Lions, tails Seahawks. Because Seahawks have got tails. I don't know. <laughs> heads Lions. Jez goes Lions. Ooh. There we are. And I, and I get my... Um... I get my fourth, uh, my fourth um, differentiation mm. in there, and I, I've gone Seahawks. Um, I don't know why, considering they got ousted by the Bears, just um, but you know Christmas and all that. Um, but my question is, why don't they just play all the second and third stringers and give them a chance to get some game time? Because they are already. <laughs> <laughs> the That's Seahawks why, are running out of players. <laughs> that is why. Um, I I do want to see Russell Wilson go elsewhere in the off season. Yeah. Um, I think it's about time he moved on. I don't see him doing anything special in this game. Um, we all know he can pass. We all know he can score touchdowns. We all know he's a fantastic quarterback. But. Yeah, I think it's it's the right time to move on. He's still young enough in the NFL to move on, but yeah, Seahawks win for me. I am looking forward to the off-season conversation of where Russell Wilson is going to go. I think that again. is going to be... A, again, yeah. But, <laughs> again. but I think it's a totally different list of teams this year to what it was last year. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. Bears don't need him anymore, and that was the prime no. candidate last year, so it's going to yeah. be interesting. But yeah. that's a, yeah. a conversation for another day. Absolutely, uh, you know, round about August time. <laughs> no, no, mate, we're going to be discussing that no. in February. I'm not wasting yeah, any time. We're getting in that before the uh, free agency before period the... opens in yeah, March. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, get you get your predictions in now where Russell Wilson's off too. So uh, yeah, absolutely interesting. It's going to be interesting how it rolls. Like you said before, free agency, and and we get into the the business of uh, of draft and. All that, because that comes around soon enough after Super Bowl. It does indeed, it does, yes. But uh, not much to be excited about in in that game, the Lions and Seahawks game. But I think there's 
Definitely. Maybe. What do you think? Going to be a little bit of excitement mm -hmm. in the next one. Uh, Arizona Cardinals head to Jerry World once again to face the Dallas Cowboys. Two minutes. Yeah, so this could be the game of the week if all the pieces are in place. Will it be Kyler Murray versus Dak Prescott and all the offensive weapons both teams have? Uh, will it come down to a question who has the better defensive line? Uh, Cowboys picked up their NFC East title last week with a massive win, as we said earlier. Uh, so I suppose the heated bench gate argument is done and dusted now. Um, if the Cowboys continue to roll this week, then who in the league right now stops them from winning it in winning the Super Bowl in February? I know it's a bold prediction, but they have been fairly good all year. For me, it's the Cowboys win. Yeah, I think it's an easy choice. Despite how good I'm expecting this game to be, I think the choice mm. is easy, and I'm going Cowboys as well. Uh, it's our third oof game of the week. Big oofs in this one. Dak put a major oof on the Washington football team. 330 yards, mm -hmm. four touchdowns, 131 QB rating. Spread the ball around to pretty much everybody on that team. The cards are not in that early season form. They're working their way back towards it. There were improvements last week. Um, but the the defense were a little bit average against the Colts. They allowed 108 yards from Jonathan Taylor, which sounds great. But that's actually a bad game for Jonathan Taylor. They they held him to less than the majority of the league did. But the Cowboys just have more pieces available, healthy, ready to go, proven, and Dak is just flat out playing better football than Kyler Murray. So it's Cowboys for me. I th think the Cowboys could potentially take that number one seed in the NFC. They've just got to get the Packers out of that spot somehow. Oof, that, that's oof. an oof. That's another oof moment. I think, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very oof call there, Jez. Could, uh, I'm could, dreaming, could obviously. I don't want the Packers could there the Cowboys at all. dethrone the Packers in that number one seed? <laughs> Fingers crossed. We're going to get another bye week. So, yeah, let's see. Interesting. It's it's nice some of these permutations still go in this late on into the season. So, yeah, it's nice to have a bit of uh, bit of mystery going into the final couple of weeks. Indeed. Uh, there's no mystery about these two teams because these two teams have been uh, awful, especially recently uh, and more recently than most. Uh, where Carolina, that's the Panthers of Carolina, travel to the Saints of New Orleans. Let's put two minutes. So the Saints are not out of the playoffs yet, but they're going to need a lot of help. Uh, and obviously a win in this one, which doesn't necessarily seem like an easy prospect. Uh, I, th I think finally, though, the, the Panthers are ready to give up on Cam Newton as a quarterback. And Sam Darnold get, will get the start uh, in the Superdome. If the Panthers are smart, they've come up with some packages that have Sam under centre and Cam in the backfield and have them both on the field at the same time. But... They don't really seem to be coaching all that smart this season. Uh, so we'll probably just get goal line Cam Newton and it'll keep being boring and inevitable like it has been. Uh, QB's a question for New Orleans as well. Ian Book was not the answer last week. 
but it, there may not be anybody else available. Um, and either way, I think the difference in this game is going to be Alvin Kamara. He's going to have a good game, carry the Saints to victory, Saints win. Yeah, so there was there was a little bit of, of news going around, a uh, little bit of jovial news going around earlier this week where they were um, New Orleans were, were talking up about getting in um, Captain Sidearm uh, to, oh, yeah. to play one game. Uh, but <laughs> I don't see that happening uh, this late into the week. It had been it, The business would have been done and dusted by now where, it, it, you know, even on a one-game contract or whatever for him to come and play for them. Uh, so, yeah, it's the replacements, replacement, replacement. He's now dead. Long live Cam Newton. Hurrah. Uh, but do the Panthers faithful even care uh he's not really offered them any hope if we're being honest here uh too many players have been affected by covid again this year but the nfl will just make teams get on with it uh saints sit in third but still in playoff contention as you said for me saints win that's third in the nfc south isn't it I yeah believe. They're not third well, in the playoffs. Well, they're... No, they're, they're, they're third in the South, yeah. So it's yeah. the NFC South, yeah. So the, no, there's the, I don't think they're even in like number yeah. seven. They're no. like eight or nine. Yeah, I don't know where that third number came from, to be honest. Yeah, Th- third in the NFC South. No, I'm not sure they are, actually. I'm pretty sure they're second in it. Who else is who's second mm-hmm. in the NFC South, then? I think you got, obviously, the Bucks won it. Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah, you're next? right. The Falcons yeah. have Falcons pipped them second, somehow. Yeah. How the hell did that happen? Yeah. And the Falcons have had an awful season, mm. too. Yeah. <laughs> for, for New Orleans to fall that far from grace after Drew Brees has sodded off elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. there we are. That's a man that's doing a good job on commentary, though, I will say. I've, I've enjoyed uh, Drew Brees on commentary. It's been very enjoyable yes. when he's been there. Yes. But... But we digress, um, absolutely, as we often do. But we move now into another Packers game. Great uh, Sunday night football <laughs> brings us the delight of the Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers, heading to Lambeau. Two minutes on the clock. What do you think? Yeah. So why why even start Aaron Rodgers? I mean, they're already guaranteed playoffs. So you know, take the week off and give Jordan Love a chance. I think Aaron Rodgers is in win now mode, and there's nothing to suggest otherwise. Um, it'll be a great game to watch if you want to watch it. Uh, great way to great game to have on Sunday night prime time. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 an easy call for me. I think uh, Green Bay, Green Bay win. I mean, you're you're right in that on paper this game really doesn't mm. matter. The Packers have already won NFC North. Uh, the Vikings probably don't get the help they need to make the playoffs. Um, but a win would keep them alive. Um, and on the other side, the Packers need wins if they want to hold on to that number one seed. If they want to keep the Cowboys out of there like I, I would enjoy. Um, so that is why they will probably keep Aaron Rodgers playing. Also, if they were to put him on the bench and play Jordan Love, can you imagine the number of toys that would be leaving the pram? It would be an insane amount. <laughs> He'd even throw out his his weird immunity things that he's using instead of getting vaccinated as well. That's how many things would be out of the pram. Um, yeah. 
saying that, I, I, I don't really need to talk about how well that guy's playing, Rodgers, but everyone else does that plenty. So I will talk about how well Kirk Cousins is playing because I don't feel like he's getting the kudos he deserves this year. 315 yards and a touchdown last week on a good Rams defense. He did throw an interception, but I think that was his receiver's fault. Frankly, that wasn't his fault. He's about to break 4,000 yards for the sixth time in his career. He's thrown 30 touchdowns to seven interceptions. And even despite all that, he's not going to win. Packers win. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, a divisional game, which is, uh, I think it's the the, la the second time they've, they haven't got each other the week after, have they? No. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not that quick turnaround that we've had. <laughs> I would have preferred something else in this slot, to be honest. I would have preferred they flexed. Yeah. Flexing the Cardinals and the Cowboys, that would have been a good one. Yeah. Flex in there. I know they, they were they were talking about flex in some games, but I don't know. They've they've not done it, have they? No, they've 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 swapped a six PM and a nine PM game, I think, mm. in, in, in yeah. that slot. But yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see the Packers in prime time. No. see too much of them on red zone let alone it's, having to watch the whole game yeah it's it's too late in the day for us anyway so we're not going to stay up and watch green bay yeah i'll watch, watch it the next, next day, day really. yeah yeah <laughs> it's my monday That's morning fine. ritual yeah yeah absolutely start start the morning off right Corn, cornflakes in the nfl something absolutely. like that um yeah get it in there Anyway, we move from Sunday night into Monday night football. It's the last game of the week. And we've got the Cleveland Browns, and they travel to the Steel City to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's put two minutes up for the last time this year. This year? Oh, yeah, I suppose it is. End of, the, <laughs> end of 2021. I see what you said. Uh, so this game should have been an oof. Uh, were all the... The stars aligned, but it probably isn't going to be. Uh, the only real kind of oof moment is that it could be Big Ben's last home game. He has suggested as such. All expect him to retire at the end of the year. So happy trails, Ben. Enjoy your last home game. Uh, as far as the other side is concerned, uh, Nick Chubb almost carried the Browns to a Christmas victory last week. Uh, but they were outrogered frankly. Uh, 126 <laughs> yards and a touchdown for Chubb. Another 58 from Dernis Johnson, my favourite uh, former AAF player. Uh, I think between them, they the Browns can win this one on the ground. The Steelers allow 4.8 yards a carry. That's 31st in the league. Should be easy to run all over the Steelers and put put Big Ben out to pasture. Browns win. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Browns as well. Uh they're they're definitely building something for next season. Uh doing a pretty good job of it. And yes, Big Ben is done and probably go and do commentary or analysis next year. What a personality to have on TV people. Um Browns came close, like you said last week, losing twenty four twenty two against Green Bay. Steelers got Mahomes thirty six ten. Uh, a retirement game for Big Ben. I think a game for the Browns to rub the salt into the wounds of a rebuilding job that's coming for the Steelers. Like I said, Browns win. <coughs> you have to excuse my coughing. Got a dry throat. Um, yeah, it should it should be easy on the ground for them. Uh, and what a way to round out 
2021 for the NFL as well. So, yeah, Browns win. <coughs> Do you know, it could be interesting to discuss whether the Steelers are a potential candidate for Russell Wilson. I don't know whether they would be willing to get rid of one QB and then bring in one that's only going to be there for a, a year or so, but I definitely think they'll be in the mm. conversation. Yeah. 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 Well, while you uh, have a bit of a dying fit over there, I will, uh, <laughs> I'll take us into our, our final segment. Uh, the last time in 2021, see, I can do that too. Let's Three. do some You Bet. Matt still, still hasn't dying. hasn't joined us in the in the land of the living, so hopefully he can uh, he can sort that out soon. But uh, you bet is the segment in which we take betting propositions from various betting sites and uh, propose them with a simple yes or no answer to come. But I've done things a little bit differently this week, mm. ever so slightly different. Uh, my bet comes from the Chiefs and Bengals game. But rather than a yes or no answer, I'm simply going to ask, which QB throws for the most yards in the game? So, again, a simple either or, Mahomes or Burrow. What do you think? Oh, um, interesting game to pick from. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs at home, right? Uh, let me double yeah, check up above. Off. And find that game. Do, 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 do. Raiders, Titans. No, it's a Bengals home game. Oh, okay then. Um, different prospect. Um, I think if if Mahomes is at home, um, then that that Kansas crowd seemed to suck the yardage. Um, I'm gonna go Joe Burrow. Okay. Uh, I see what you did there. Home, Mahomes. I see. It. I'm can see yeah. what you where you're going. I think that there have been some some times this year where the Cincinnati Bengals have just dropped the ball. And uh, I predicted a Chiefs win, so I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. I'm going to say Mahomes gets the most yards in the game. One of us has got to be right. That's at least there's the beauty of yeah. that there. Yeah. Somebody will be correct. Yes. They could have Exactly the same yardage. And then neither is the right. Or both of us are right. Both of us are right, yeah. Absolutely. Point each. <laughs> um, however, my bet comes from all of the 6 pm kickoff games. And that's a full slate of nine games. Um, the question is will there be more than 35 touchdowns across them all? combined nine games 35 touchdowns right so you're gonna make me look up now okay so giants and bears meh probably not too many Jag jaguars patriots and patriots put up a few there let's say at least three on the ground rams and ravens should be a shootout bucks should put up a bunch bills should put up a bunch on the falcons the falcons will even put a few up 
Got a shootout with the Chiefs and Bengals, Dolphins and Titans. Yeah, I think I think it should be fairly easy for the 6 p.m. slot to reach that 35 number. I'm saying yes. I'm going to go yes too because I've ne- I've never said yes to one of my own made up bets from uh, 2mwbet.com. <laughs> Not that it's a real website. <laughs> no, well, indeed, and uh, you can do the maths on this one because I hate adding up all of the. Uh, Absolutely, the I'll stuff. enjoy that. <laughs> so you can have that fun on, on. Uh, well, you could do it as early as Sunday evening after the uh, yes, six absolutely. PM just start tallying. You want. Yeah, <laughs> keep it going as you watch Red Zone, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Fair Sounds enough. like a plan. Fair enough. So that concludes our last show of 2021. Uh, just got one in right at the end there before uh, the year ended. But that's not the end of the NFL season. We will return next Thursday. This is our new time slot now, 9pm on Thursdays. We'll be previewing the last week of the NFL season, week 18. Uh, before we move into playoffs, playoffs, the playoffs indeed. So Super wild card. Super wild card. Yeah. We still don't get a Thursday game there though. That's no. no. We've we've really chosen the wrong time to move to Thursdays, yeah. but yeah. that's where we are. Deal with it. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, before we do end tonight, we've also got to go over our um, early season predictions of the higher and lower. We do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eventually, event- we'll get there eventually. We will. <laughs> that we'll do that during the the first playoff show I expect or yes. something like that. Yeah. Do them do them a little bit a week, perhaps. Do them by division, I don't know. Yeah. But yes, we will. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a plan. Yeah. I'm I'm intrigued to see see where we were actually and what we thought yeah. was gonna happen. It'll be interesting. But that's yeah. for another day. This is the end of yes. our day now. Uh, we will see you next week. Thursday, January the sixth, twenty twenty two, for episode seventy of Two Minute Warning. I've been Jazz. It's goodbye from me. That's Matt. Say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt.